Building a brand is easy if you have the foundation set. Forget the logo or having the best website copy. What you need are the principles figured out so your brand can grow. Whether you're launching a business, becoming a blogger, or building an actual brand, knowing why you exist and who you are catering to is important for development. The brand base will help you figure everything out so you can bootstrap your own brand elements or hire someone to do it for you. You'll know exactly what you want so you can start with a clear vision and strategy. Download the digital copy of the brand base or enroll in the brand base coaching program. Listeners of the show will get 12% off when they use code FM1212 at checkout for 12% off. That's F as in forest, M as in monkey, 1212 to get 12% off at checkout. Now, let's get started with the show. Welcome back to an all-new episode of 512FM. I am your host, Clarissa Nicole, and if you haven't seen by the title, this is going to be the season finale. Now, I know this is not a big deal of a show that would warrant such a season finale, but it kind of gives me the space to say, hey, Things are about to get crazy for the next month. I'm not going to have the schedule to record like I want to. And so I've got to figure that out. And I'm working on talking with new guests. I am hoping to do a lot of other things to really make this podcast uh, quite enjoyable and worth listening to. So I need to take a little break right now. I'm working on other video content. I'm not going anywhere. You'll just receive the 512 Studio message from, you know, another type of avenue right now. But nonetheless, these episodes will always be here. And again, a huge thank you to everyone who encouraged me to start, those who have listened, those who have rated, who have commented on on the episodes and just had that great discussion. I am forever thankful of the audience that I have, and I love promoting this because I feel like 512FM has given me the ability to kind of just talk and do the things that I've always wanted to do as an entrepreneur, kind of my own way and a will, but also reach out to the audience and, you know, have them connect on some real stories about branding, but also have some light topics, but also have some pretty serious topics. And saying that, let's go right into a serious topic. I didn't know where to put this in the show because I don't like that I even have to put this in the show. And I guess I don't have to. I don't have to talk about serious current events, but again, I'm human and I feel things on a huge in-depth level and this weekend was crazy. It it was crazy and I feel like going into the pop culture news that I would want to go into would kind of be a disservice to what's happened over the weekend and so I'm going to start there. 20 plus people are dead. In El Paso, Texas. At least nine have died in Dayton, Ohio, and 
33 are dead in Chicago, Illinois. Now, the totals of those numbers could have gone up at the time of recording. Again, I don't know where to fit all of this on the podcast. I didn't know whether I should put it at the beginning or put it at the end. But, again, I realized that there's nowhere to fit this because I shouldn't have to worry about fitting this in. There were three mass shootings in within 24 hours of each other, which brought the total up to be about 252 shootings in 2019 alone. A lot of those, though not all, were racially motivated by white supremacists. And I know this is uncomfortable. And to some listening to the podcast, you know, if you want to skip this part, you can but I would highly suggest you don't. I'm not one to sugarcoat the lives of human beings because I want to build a brand. I think it would be selfish and disrespectful for me to jump into something and start off the hour knowing that the weight of this world has kind of just been very heavy. And I'm tired. I'm tired of wondering not if, but when. I'm tired because it's only a matter of time that it'll happen here or happen there. And I'm tired because I know this is hitting too close to a lot of people. And today, tomorrow, we feel a little helpless. We vote. We contact our politicians. We sign the petitions. We protest. But this keeps happening. We keep asking ourselves, what can we do? And I have no answer to that. I'm not the Senate majority, nor the President of the United States, so I don't have the power to pass gun control or ban guns like I want to. I call my rep, who's Colin Allred, and I love him to pieces, and I'm so happy now to have a representative that I can call and voice my concern and it not fall on deaf ears. But my senator and governor are two different stories. As most of you know, I'm from Texas. And that, by default, should almost explain everything. (laughs) Um, My senator and governor, though, they have an A-plus from NRA gun lobbyists. So I can call, I can say all the words, but it doesn't really do anything. And I'm tired. I'm tired of these things happening and not knowing what to do about it. And I try to bite my tongue because people really feel the need to have assault rifles just in case the government comes and takes their land, which if you look back at history, it's pretty laughable. So I feel stuck and all I can do is be angry and prep for one day that I'll be at the store working out or at a movie theater or at work, or maybe one day I'll go to a museum or to the zoo when it gets cooler because it's a hundred plus degrees outside. Maybe I'll visit a friend's place of worship or try a new one on my own. Maybe one day I'll be out enjoying my life and with a lot of innocent souls and just for the hell of it, hell breaks loose. I'm not saying this as a way to be a Debbie Downer, but this is the reality of America as we know it right now. The people want change. We want change. But our politicians aren't budging. And in Unless it happens to them, they won't care. 
because allegedly guns are a God-given right, which listen, I am no biblical scholar. I don't read the Bible frequently. But when I read the Bible, I'm pretty sure the only weapon in the Bible were like rocks and slingshots. Look, I know this may not be on brand, but I don't I don't care. At this point, I care about the careless acts of violence happening in our country right now. The fact that I'll probably have to make a statement like this again. Maybe these words don't matter to you. Maybe they do. But I just felt the need to share them anyway. And I also believe that words have power. If it wasn't for the words of certain anti-immigrant politicians, Maybe the person who lived in Allen, Texas, which is about six and a half hours away from El Paso, wouldn't have gotten in his car to drive all the way to El Paso to kill innocent people. Maybe. I don't know. So I don't mean for that to be how I start the episode, but I want to pay my respects to those who are continuously fighting, to those who are triggered because they were part of another shooting and then they see another one and it's just PTSD to them. And I want to just voice my concern because it's my podcast and that's what I want to do. And on that note, we'll be back after this break. Welcome back to 512 FM. I just wanted to, I had a whole idea of what this episode was going to be about. It was going to be about the road to 512 studio and how I got here and blah, blah, blah. But something happened yesterday. So I'm changing the format because I want to tell this story. I want it to be documented And I know that people have felt this way. So it's going to be a couple of things. One, it's going to be about being a solopreneur. And then it's going to be about the negative Nancys that come out of nowhere. You didn't ask for. But they're there. So let's talk about being a solopreneur. I mentioned on my podcast with Christina of The Social Butterfly Gal that being single and being an entrepreneur is hard. (laughs) And it is. I have been kind of in my feelings about like loneliness, if you will, because I don't have kids and I'm not dating anyone right now. And I've never been this person that's like, oh my gosh, I have to have a kid by or I have to be married by. And I think that's a lot of that is because I'm a single, not not because I'm single, but because I'm a, I'm an only child. I have always been kind of dependent on myself. Um, I didn't grow up rich. I didn't grow up poor, but I wasn't completely spoiled. You know what I mean? It wasn't like I got everything I wanted and I had to learn, you know, whatever. I had to learn how to share at a late age. It, it's definitely not that at all. My mom, brilliant mom, um, is a single parent. I have discussed on the show before about how I don't have a relationship with 
what I call the sperm donor. Um, not an actual sperm donor. <laughs> he is actually my father, but I don't even give him that title because he didn't do a lot. Um, but all that to say is I'm an only child. I've always had kind of had to take care of myself. If I wanted things to happen, I had to make them happen on my own. Um, and it just is what it is. You know, I'm not complaining about it. So this idea of needing to get married and have kids and all this other stuff wasn't really a thing because it's something I desire, of course. I'm not ruling it out. But I also, again, just wasn't a big thing. But I realized one night as I was getting into, as I was working late at night, I was having some worries about like money and stuff like that because who doesn't when you're an entrepreneur? Um, <laughs> you kind of go, holy crap, like I have to take care of like the taxes for my business, but also my own rent and my own car and my electricity and this and that. So I was going through the list of things that I have to take care of on my own and probably not the best idea because it's definitely anxiety ridden and so I made a comment on Facebook saying that being an entrepreneur and single is so hard because it's not only just the money aspect don't get me wrong I'm not trying to be a gold digger but it's also about just having that encouragement to keep going it's having the encouragement of like okay if you build that you really want to do this. This is in your heart and your soul and your spirit. I'm behind you. I'm going to support you. And, you know, we will make whatever work to work. You know, it's, it's, it's having the encouragement both financially, but also not financially, right? Again, I'm not on here claiming to look for a sugar daddy. That's not what I'm doing. I'm just saying that as a single person, as an entrepreneur, it's and as a solopreneur, because I don't even have people that I work with in my business, it's hard. It's overwhelming. It's tiring. And sometimes you can really have that kind of defeat you. And you get into this place of loneliness. And again, it's a loneliness that's so weird to experience as a 30-something, 33, not being married, not having kids. You know, there's no breakaway. It's like, I don't have anything else like and my friends are married my friends have kids or my friends are in really serious relationships and I'm happy for them I'm not not hanging out with them because I'm this bitter single person and like whatever it has nothing to do with that I love my friends and their spouses and their kids if you have followed me you know that I there's like you know how true that is okay so it's it's not me being a hater on them um, and I'm not even saying I'm miserable in my singleness. I think though lately, lately about six weeks or so, it's kind of hit me more that maybe I'm not this whole, I don't need a man independent woman that I claimed to be and that it would be nice to have a partner in life. Um, and I think it's okay to admit that. I feel like Admitting that you want to have a companion in life um, can make you seem needy or desperate. And it's not the case. I think just having someone there, someone that you can depend on and wanting that is, is completely normal. So does my therapist. And I feel like my therapist would have told me 
the latter, you know, if it weren't true. So I'm just going to believe her because she has the degrees and stuff. Um, <laughs> but having someone there for you just as a support system, um, it's, it's nice and it's okay to want that. And, and I finding myself wanting to find ways to find that connection with other entrepreneurs, whether it's like co-working or meeting up and, you know, things are going to get a little, little crazy within the next month, which is why this is the season finale. But one thing I'm really looking at doing is trying to find other entrepreneurs to connect with, whether it's just us working or having like a mastermind or getting, you know, just kind of just having a chit chat. So granted, I would say, yes, I am an introvert and I am. And being an introvert does not mean that I don't like people. That's a misanthrope. And I understand that too. But no, not liking people not wanting to be around people is what a misanthrope is. I am not that. I am an introvert, which means I get my energy best when I'm like kind of by myself and I'm doing my own thing for a little bit. If I can plan like going to happy hour or going to a big, big event, I can't just be around people all the time because it literally sucks the energy out of me. So I have to kind of go back, retreat, and then go, okay, I'm ready to go out again. That's what being an, an introvert is, where extroverts get their energy by being around people all the time. Lonely, not loneliness, but being by themselves for a long period of time is not something that they get their energy from. So I just want to correct the, the whole definition about what an introvert is. I say it jokingly, I don't like people. It's usually when I come back from traffic or some high, crazy environment, like a dive bar or something, and I'm like, whoo, my anxiety is out of control, I've got to get out, um, because I've peopled enough. But it doesn't mean I don't like people. It means that, again, I just get my energy from being at home, kind of regrouping, and then I can go, all right, going back into the world, you know, going out to mingle and be with people. That's fine, and that's normal. Um, so yeah, that, that being a solopreneur, and especially now, because everything is online, we miss the human connection. And whether it's dating, which I'm on Bumble right now, this is not sponsored by Bumble, but hey, girl, call me. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sponsored by Bumble by any means. I'm on Bumble. It's fine. You know, I've had, if you follow me on Facebook, I have had some very interesting people come across my feed. Um but, you know, everything's done on an app now. You know, people don't go out to meet new people. And people, I've been told to go to a church. And I'm like, well, what if I don't church? You know, like, I don't like going to clubs. And I don't like going to bars. So, it's it's weird because I'm in my 30s. Where else do we go? There's not like a, there's not a day camp for 30-something singles who don't like bars or clubs. So, <laughs> I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. But all that to say is, um, so everything's online and everything's a swipe left or swipe right or messaging or waiting to hear back from someone only for them to ghost you or only to find out that, you know, they're into things that you weren't necessarily into. Um, and it didn't come apparent on the, on their profile. I don't know. 
So all that to say is, being a solopreneur and being single is a double whammy that has kind of hit me hard over the last six weeks. But I also know that things can't change unless I change. So I have to change my surroundings. I have to change where I work. I have to reach out because I do this thing too where I'm like, oh, so-and-so is so busy for whatever. I'm not going to be able to reach out to them. But that's not true. You don't know unless you ask, which is a great way for me to segue into this next topic. You don't know unless you ask. So I have major anxiety for a lot of reasons, and I'm not going to go way too deep into it. But I assume the worst, right? I think we assume the worst most of the time, but my assuming the worst is a crippling thing. So that's, I'm not saying that as like, oh, I have anxiety and it's so cute. No, anxiety is not cute. It is debilitating. It sucks. <laughs> it, it makes you have to work 10 times harder to do simple tasks at times. So anyway, it's hard for me to ask because I assume the answer is no. But I've really trained myself to think it's only no if you don't ask, right? And so in my business, I wanted the goals. I've had a lot of really great online clients. One of the things I want to do is really be part of the community. I've kind of felt this this thing to, to be part and work well within my community. I'm not really good at being a teacher in that I don't see myself getting like a teacher certification and becoming a teacher. Not because I don't want to teach. I'm about to start teaching. I would love to just go and hop in and, you know, kind of different audiences and stuff and teach them things that help them build their, their creative minds, right? So that's not what I mean. And maybe I shouldn't say I don't like teaching. I do like teaching, not in a traditional way. I don't like doing things traditionally, traditionally anyway. Hence, 512 Studio is born. But I want to find a way to contribute. So I, I'm making myself take the extra step, get out of my kind of shyness, my, my insecurity, and introduce myself to people who are in my neighborhood, really working on building their businesses and their brands, showcasing, you know, like I said, their human side, if you will, kind of really working on reaching the audience because I feel like one of the things I'm really blessed at is being able to study a target audience and being able to say, okay, this is what people are wanting and this is what draws people here. And your business is so close to being that thing that draws people in. Let's do X, Y, and Z. Like I can provide you solutions. I'm not being cocky. I'm just saying after seven major changes in college, I have finally found what I am good at <laughs> so I can brag a little. But anyway, so I asked a question on my Facebook timeline and in a group that I'm in, you know, I was like shot in the dark. Does anyone have any connections to people at A, B, C, or D? And the people on my timeline were fine. They were encouraging enough to at least like contact people or say like you know hey so and so who is the person that you have a connection with whatever because again you don't know unless you ask and I feel like 
if you're going to really promote yourself as a business, as a brand, you really want to try to have a personal connection with someone. I think it gives you more encouragement to say, hey, I got your name from this person here. Hope all is well. You know, hope it's okay that I contact you. You kind of have a better end whenever you're you're writing your cold emails, right? So that's what all that's all I was trying to do. So I go into the group thinking it's a great group to ask. In general, it is. It, this is the, this was the exception to the rule. So I go in and I ask and someone says, well, can I ask why you're asking? And I was like, sure. And so I was explaining that I wanted to contract, you know, or work with someone with creative direction, art direction, photography. And they said like, you know, freelance or employment or internship. And I was like, okay, these are too many questions (laughs) that are not getting the answers that I want. Either you have the contact or you don't. And if you don't, that's fine. I'm not going to be mad that you don't have contact with someone. But I was like, you know, technically freelance, but not really freelance. I just didn't feel like going into it. So I just said freelance. And the response to that question was, um, that's going to be near impossible. And I said, well, I don't think so, but thank you for your participation. Now, that's what I said in the Facebook group because I really like this group a lot. There are a lot of great women and and people of all genders in this group. So I'm not one to, you know, lose my cool or whatever else. Plus, I just had something to eat, so I was good, you know. And really, I was... I was kind of hurt by it, though, because I was like, that's a very flip answer. And if you're going to say something's impossible, at least tell me why. Don't just tell me things are impossible. And here's the thing. If I wasn't in the right mindset to be like, no, nothing is impossible unless I think it's impossible, right? I could be president of the United States. It's not impossible. I'm not saying that as a dig to current president, which I could. But I'm just saying, if I really wanted to be president of the United States, I could run for it. It could happen. It's not impossible until it's not, right? Or it's possible until it's not. You get what I'm saying. But the thing here is, there was no explanation as to why it was impossible. And I was like, okay. So somebody else commented and asked, well, why is it impossible? And they said, well, should the, the person responded back, generally speaking, that that this particular, you know, group doesn't just have freelance positions open. I was like, I was like, okay, that's not a reason for me not to, you don't, I was, first of all, as someone that's worked in a nine to five position, you can't sit there and say, well, they just don't have that in their budget. You don't know every person's budget, right? And as someone who's worked nine to five, as a designer in a marketing department, we have contracted out before when you have big projects or if there's an overflow or whatever the case is. So I'm going based off of experience. Also, you didn't really ask what I was trying to contract. I mean, you did, but you didn't. You know, creative direction, art direction, photography is very, it's, it's, it's broad and it's not. You know, there's, there can be a lot of things with that. And so, um, 
then the person replied back to me and said, you asked for my opinion, didn't you? And I was like, no, I actually asked if you had contacts. And, you know, if you don't want to give you are a contact or you don't want to give a contact that's fine that's 100% you don't have to say anything you don't have to do anything and they said you know god bless and I was done with the conversation and here's the thing people aren't going to understand what you do and so when people respond things that way you have to kind of just go you can be mad you can take it personally like, look, I messaged one of my really good friends and I was like, first of all, you know, so I had a whole side conversation that I didn't need to put on Facebook. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's not worth your energy to argue with people who don't understand you. To be fair, she didn't understand what I was trying to say. She didn't understand what I was trying to contact. Technically, I wouldn't say it's a freelance, right? And I, I would, freelance was the easier option to say out of those three options. I didn't want full-time employment. I didn't want, I'm not an intern. I guess you could say it was freelance, but not really. And so from that, maybe they just thought that I was this will of the mill person wanting to do some pretty designs. I don't know. But I also understand that a lot of people, and this is not a creative focused group, so I understand that people just don't understand creative services and how that industry works. And as I work through it, I get less mad and I chuckle <laughs> because a lot of people don't understand creative minds and the marketing mind. They think that you should just do this or just do that. And that's why it's really hard sometimes, I think, for clients of creative services to to understand kind of a limitations, if you will, um, or the price of what you're charging said things, because I think they think sometimes that what creative people do is something that could be done at Hobby Lobby or at Michael's. Uh, I don't shop Hobby Lobby, but you get my point. And so all that to say is a lot of times people will doubt or question you because they just don't get you. And if it's a stranger on the internet, you pick and choose your battles on what to argue, right? So for me, when I say thank you for your participation, or if I say I am done with this conversation, God bless, that means that. That means I'm not arguing with you about it. That means we're not going to go into a long thing about it because it's not worth my time. Because the time that I could be using my Facebook fingers, I have 10,000 other things I need to be doing because tying it back, I'm a solopreneur. So that means I'm doing admin, my own social, my own graphics, my own marketing, my own emails. <laughs> so I have a list of things to do and I have to eat and I'm trying to take care of my health all at the same time. So I have a billion other things, even though I just listed off eight, but I have a billion other things to do besides argue with you on Facebook about something I know you clearly don't have an understanding about. And that's the thing. If you are starting your own business, your brand, and you're wanting to sell crystals or you want to sell beads or you want to sell t-shirts or you want to promote a digital course about how to grow plants in the wintertime, which I'll enroll in, by the way, people aren't going to understand why you want to do that. 
you don't have to go in and explain to people, well, I did my market research and the SWOT analysis and blah, 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 because all of that stuff is going to go over their head anyway, right? So if you're starting a business and people don't understand what you're doing and they just don't get it, if they don't want to get it, you don't have to explain, don't waste your breath. Do not waste your breath on trying to make people get something that they're not really wanting to get. Do you see what I'm saying? Because I think if people were really interested in what you were doing and they didn't understand it, they would say, ooh, tell me more. That sounds interesting. Or I haven't heard of that. I'd love to know more about it. Oh, that's an interesting concept. How did you think of doing that? Do you see what I'm saying? So there are those people that are genuinely interested and want to know more about what you're doing with your business, with your brand. But there are people who are just going to be dismissive and don't care. And those are the people you don't need to pay attention to. So circling back to the person in my Facebook group that I was in, the comments got deleted and I don't know if it was that person's doing or the admins, and that's fine. Um, but on the plus side of it, there were people in the group that said, hey, I don't really have any connections, but I really love what you're doing. Or I don't really have connections necessarily, but why don't you try this, 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 and this? Oh, thank you. You know what I mean? And for that, I am appreciative. I know I have to do the work. I'm not going to just wait for someone to bring me a connection. I might have to do the cold emailing which is so nerve wracking because I hate cold emails. <laughs> but I know that I know how to position myself and say, hey, I can be of service to you. If you ever have any money in your budget, these are the services I offer. I would love to help. And this is why. And that's all I really want to do. All I want to do is put myself in somebody's view, if you will, to say, hey, I feel like my brand and your brand can connect together and we can work well. And whatever comes from that is what comes from that. But I have visuals, I have proof, I have data to back my stuff up. I am confident enough. Trust me, if I wasn't confident enough, I wouldn't have reached out. But I know that I am confident enough in my work and the things that I want to do to at least say, hey, I would love to talk to you about the possibility. Because the worst they can say is, we don't have room right now. And that's okay. They may not have room right now. They may not respond back. They might be busy. They may just not care. Whatever it is, at least it's done. And you're not sitting there wondering what if. So there might be people who don't understand what you're doing. It is not your job to waste your energy to explain to people who don't care what you're doing. What you can do though, is just say, thank you. I'm done with this conversation with you and move on. You don't have to get loud. You don't have to yet scream or call somebody out or you know erase their whole ancestry you know, bloodline, you don't have to do all of those things. And I suggest not to because really it's, it's, there's no point. 
as a solopreneur, working alone, you're going to have to be your own source of encouragement. And you're going to have to reach out to friends. And I have friends that I, I don't say couldn't care less about what I'm doing. They care. They love and support me from what I'm doing. But it's just not in their like niche of things. They'll like my post on Facebook. They'll share it, everything else. And it's great. And it's fine. And I love them for it. Okay. As a solopreneur, always have friends in your corner who support you no matter what. Have family members who support you no matter what. And they're out there. They may not be deep into it like you are, but they're, they're, they're out there. And if you don't think you have anyone, you can follow me on 512 Studio on every handle and I got you. I may not get it, but you're doing it. And I'm going to support you. Okay, so you have at least one person right here. For people who don't understand, again, don't don't pay them any mind. Keep doing you. Keep presenting yourself and your brand and making those contacts and being encouraged to do so. I am encouraging you right now through the airwaves to keep doing what you're doing. Because you deserve to and you deserve to be successful. If you work hard, you will be successful. That sounds cheesy. I know. But it will happen. It might happen like a sloth running through tar in 110 degree heat. But it's going to happen. As long as you keep being consistent and persistent. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. That concludes... The season finale of 512FM, I will still be around the social media area. So 512 Studio, every handle, that's the word five, the number 12 studio on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Google Plus is no longer, rest in peace. But I was there too. All that to say is I'm everywhere. You have every right to slide into my DMs. I will talk to you and encourage you and all that other fun stuff that happens and maybe keep you afloat on the dating life. (laughs) So with that, thank you so much for listening. The break won't be too long. I just want to have like a clean slate of ending uh, the the consistency of the podcast because I think for about a month it's going to be a little going to be a little choppy there so thank you again for listening make sure you follow 512 studio on all the channels except for snapchat because i have a snapchat but it's not there anyway follow me let's talk let's continue this conversation and be blessed and live your life every day that will make beyonce proud (laughs) 